What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, September 18th. I'm Imran Khan, and joining me is the one, the only, Mr. Video Games himself. Boo! Gary sucks! Gary, what up? (laughs) Gary, what's up with that? I thought you were my buddy. I don't know. You gave me a weird look. I got scared. A lot of things been going wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wait, what's going on? Kevin's already off? I mean, what's he happening? Had, he had Barrett's in? It's just thrown off all my shit. Yeah, we have a rotation of people now to insult you, stuck with me. I don't... I, Fucking I, this too is, bad. I, this is, Deal yeah, I feel with like it's going to be a bad show. I'm already... Like, it's already <laughs> thrown me off my game. Gary, Kevin, Kevin never... basically says I suck and then walks off stage and then you show hey, up. I'm he doesn't basically this. say you suck. He, he straight he up said, said you suck. suck. Yeah. He's just straight out I'm said gonna, it. I'm yeah. going to say this. It's never a bad show when you're on Gary. See That's true. Okay, I'm actually happier now that Kevin's left. And Barrett is here. <laughs> Maybe Barrett's raising you up to like punch you down later. No, Barrett's nope, always nope. nice to me. Okay, how He's are you doing, Barrett? Guy. I'm I'm great. Yeah, Imran, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I do, I was not aware of the like the shift change right there, so that was a surprise to me. He'll come back. Okay. I'm just letting you know. All right, we're fi- so, we're still uh, this fixing is, our this computer is a new combo. stuff. Yeah, first time hosting together. I saw people trying to think up names online of what we should be called. Oh, Because really? like you got you and Greg are the G and G, or the G G G G G. So I guess we're supposed to be like the and there's por- like well there used to be Frandria and things like that yeah you know there's there's these cute little I don't know what did they come up with anything good that I the one I saw was Witron that was the only one I saw That's which the I didn't best you got yeah I'm not sure I like that why I mean we don't have to have like a a, a benefit kind of thing going on do we. we- we don't, but maybe we should. Why don't? Why? I mean, look. Why don't we? Let's see how it goes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is going to be peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. or maybe it's going to be that new fucking uh, donut chicken sandwich at KFC. Just I saw out. that and I immediately had a heart attack. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'll eat anything. I'm a trash can, but yeah, that did not look <laughs> good to me. Oh no, that looked great. No, I'm, I'm Barrett, gonna, would you? Would you eat that? Uh, it reminded me of in uh, high school. My friends and I would go down to the In and Out in Daly City. Oh, right, next well, that, right next to the Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Right next to the Krispy Kreme. And what we would do, we would order in and out burgers and then no. go to the Krispy Kreme and replace the buns with donuts. No. Yeah. See, the farthest trash food I'm willing to get with fast food is the McGangbang thing of like the the McDouble. Then you put a chicken sandwich between the patties. Uh, like, it's actually, it's terrible for you. It's probably yeah. like 15,000 calories. I, mean, I can kind of halfway see that, but like a donut burger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was I, good. I, it was I good. feel like we're just doing this stuff to try and like create internet memes now. Like we're not yeah. doing it because it tastes. No, we're good. trying to. We're doing it to try to kill ourselves faster because the apocalypse is coming, and so we're just trying to yeah, get rid of ourselves for, before right? that so happens. We may as well yeah. go out, go Ex- out with a bang. Exactly, exactly. Okay. I mean, it's going to be a tasty ass bang. <laughs> Gary, I'm, I I wanted to call you out a little bit. Oh yeah, we, what have I done now? We mentioned that Andrea is no longer with, or uh, no longer a permanent co-host on Kind of Funny. Right, she's so, down down in L.A. So it, that leaves Tim. Greg, me, and you. Yeah. Three of us have beards. Okay. Where do you get off not having a beard? Well, I, well, I, I have actually had, a, every now and again, I, have, I can show you pictures. Mm-hmm. I, I have grown beards over the years. I need to see these pictures, when I'm yes. in the When I'm in the right mood. The problem with it is I just can't grow a really good full beard. It always comes in patchy. Mm-hmm. It also comes in very gray. So it also just accentuates how much gray hair I have on me. And also, like, I can never... You know, people say to me, like, you know, they said there's an itchy phase when you grow a beard. Right. And they said, but, like, if you, get, if you can get through that, eventually it'll go away, and then you've just got a beard, and it's not itchy anymore. I never got through... I could never get through that phase. It just, it just stayed itchy 
for too long and eventually I would just go into the bathroom and just fucking shave it all off. I could ne- never been able to sustain a beard and I don't think I look good with a beard. So that's why. I feel like the gray beard is actually like very distinguished though. I think there's al- there's also enough fucking white dudes with beards in this <laughs> business. Do we do we Three do, of them work here. Yeah, I mean, do I I mean I, I it's what makes me different. I I'm glad that Barrett, can you grow a beard? Have you ever tried growing a beard? Uh, or a mustache? Maybe you look good with a mustache. Um, I can grow facial hair. <laughs> right, but it's just like peach fuzz kind of thing. Yeah, it, it gets patchy. It like my my dad couldn't really get a like a good beard in until like he was in his late twenties. So I'm like holding off on that. But when he got the beard, oh man, did he look? Good t- I mean, it's almost a stereotype. The bearded, you know, gamer, White guy. You know, oh, the, the guy on the yeah, guy on YouTube. Yeah. You know why though? Beard. Mm. It's because it's, like, it's part yeah. of the fucking uniform that you've got to have. If we don't have beards, we look like we're twelve. Maybe Fair. that's what it is. That's the problem. Fair. I mean, but I don't have that problem, so I don't need yeah. a beard. No one's going to mm. accuse me of looking 12. That's true. <laughs> but, like, the, uh, the the phase between, like, it's itchy and it actually, like, you can use it to scratch your hand is fantastic. The only reason I want right. is because I have, like, not a full double chin, but I have, like, one and a half chin. <laughs> and I'm trying to hide that at one point, you know? It's, it's great for that. It is great for hiding parts on your face you just don't want anyone to see. Maybe I'll do... Um, We're talking about beards in general, but neck yeah. beards, too. Maybe I'll do, um, maybe I'll do Movember. Mm, just mm. to see. I'd like I want to see you grow a beard in time for extra life. I can show you what I, again, I I'll, after the show I'll show you. I've got pictures on my phone of when I had a beard. It doesn't look great. Yes, yeah, so, okay, we're going to have that for extra life is okay. the Gary Widow beard watch. This is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of funny dot com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or listen later on podcast services around the globe. Bro, you sur- even did the little, the little. I'm trying to emulate Greg as much as possible because like, it rings in your head. So like that's the easiest way to remember it. I mean, Greg. Greg has such a. Specific, I mean, like, and he's he's down. Every mannerism is the same every week. It's like, yes, it's, that's what I like about watching Greg. It's like comfort viewing. Right. Like you know that every little thing that he does, and it's just you know you 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 feel like you're in a safe place with Greg because yeah. it's always it's the same thing every week. Plus, if everything ever goes wrong, you know, like if he's even slightly different, you know something's completely wrong. Right. Yeah. So it's a good like canary in the coal mine kind of thing. Yeah. To be part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad-free. Today's stories include a new Pokemon is taking the internet by storm, Twitch has confusing new rules about inappropriate content, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare's crossplay is surprisingly easy. But first, a little housekeeping. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Re-Retro Games, Blackjack, and Muhammad Muhammad. Today, we're brought to you by us, the Kind of Funny Intersight Championship at PAX West 2019, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news! We got three stories today. Epicers dozen! First of all, there's a new Pokemon. It's a far-fetched evolution. This is from IGN via Matt Perslow. Nintendo has revealed the identity of a glitched Pokemon that, has been teasing, that they've been teasing this week, Surfetch, an evolutionary form of Farfetch'd. What Far- is a glitched Pokemon? So it was, when it was shown originally on the website, it was just like a masked kind of weird artifacted Pokemon image, okay. so people couldn't really figure out what it was. It was kind of like, I guess a... Is it meant to be like a teaser image? Yeah, it was meant to okay. be a teaser image. The gl- Pokemon itself has no relation to glitches. They okay. were just trying to market it out. Okay. Surfetch, an evolutionary form for Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd is one of the original 151 Pokemon from the first generation of games on the Game Boy. It has gone 
without an evolutionary form for 27 years. Oh, wow. Surfetch changes this, offering the weak, the leak-wielding bird a knight-like, bigger, stronger version outfitted with a leafy shield. Surfetch is a Galar Pokemon revolution, or region evolution. It'll be exclusive to Pokemon Sword. So you'll need to get trading if you plan to pick it up on Shield and wish to have a full Pokedex. Surfetch is the latest of many new Pokemon that have been announced for Sword and Shield. Other new friends have been announced, including an electric dark type in Morpico, a puppy called Yamper, a cream-like monster called Alcremie, and Roly Coley. So, Gary, what is your familiarity with Pokemon? Um, you know, I have, a seven, I have a seven-year-old daughter, so kind of by osmosis, mm-hmm. I do know a lot about Pokemon. It's not something of, of, of interest. I played Pokemon Go for like five minutes. I played um, uh, 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 Pokemon, um, what's it called? Tekken Tekken Tournament? Or whatever yeah, Pokemon. The, 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 the Pokemon, right? Tekken, 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 yeah. I don't know. Pokken. Some fucking Pokken. fighting game. <laughs> I played that for a bit on Wii U. Um, but I'm not a Pokemon guy. But I, like I said, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and she is hardcore into Pokemon. She knows them all. She, she's got the ent- she walks around with the entire Pokedex in her brain. She, 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 I wish she were here. Right, she would be the expert on this subject. Okay, yeah, we need to get her as a guest host. Yeah, next we'll time. get her on here at the next Pokemon uh, news drop. But like, that's actually kind of interesting to me because, from my perspective as like a thirty-something-year-old man, I always think of Pokemon as a thing of like that only thirty-something-year-old men play, R- right? Like, I don't think of it as a kids' <laughs> thing anymore. <laughs> Makes sense. Because I, I grew it. up with it. So right. like, I'm thinking it as like, okay, the people who play Pokemon are the people who afford switches for like three hundred dollars and like. Go out there and collect every one of them. I don't think of it like well, it's, like, it's, it's it. like Star Wars, right? We all grew up with Star Wars, and right. when you think of Star Wars fans, you think of people of our generation. But the fact is, Star Wars is and always will be primarily for kids, right? And that's you know the, that's the main fan base for Star Wars, for Pokemon, for all this stuff. It's for children and for man children. <laughs> for the man children part, particularly appealing to me. Barrett, do you see the video link for this one? Gone. He's it's, gone now. Or oh, okay. Kev- Kevin? Now it's Kevin okay. again. What the so fuck is going on? This is actually on? super fucking confusing. I cannot keep up with this. <laughs> Kevin Barrett, Kevin. You can just yell director. Oh and then Barrett again, what is going on? I don't like it. I, I actually kind of dig the, the gimmick of it. Of just like, it's a, like a wrestling tag team. Every time I look team. up, it's someone different. Yeah. Kevin, yeah, do you have the trailer for it? Oh, we're going to watch a trailer? Okay, yeah. Meets are fetched. So this is, this is, basically, this is a new Pokemon that will be in Pokemon Sword. Yes. Okay. So not that thing. That's, that's just her intro. That's a Gene Simmons style thing. This is the new one. So fetched. Yeah. Oh, Type whoa, fighting he looks ability dope. steadfast. Oh, oh he looks cool. When you think about what like what a fucking goober Farfetch looks like, a, his sword is a fucking leak. Yes, I love that. An exclusive to Pokemon Sword. Yes, and like you try and play with him, apparently he just will not have any of that shit. So yeah, November fifteenth. Oh mm-hmm. my god, my kid's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Gary, word on the street is that you're English. Yes. What do you? This is a weird thing because, like, Pokemon, they, they tend to go with regions and then, like, theme the Pokemon around a real-life region. But, like, it's all it's fictional. Like, so this is the Galar region in Sword and Shield. But this one is the UK. Galar is supposed to be the UK? Yeah. Yeah, because it has a lot of kind of rolling hills and green countryside and stuff like that, right? I get yeah. it. It has kind of a European-British kind of look to it, yeah. Right. So what do you personally think, like, what would be the most British Pokemon you could think of? If you had to make a Pokemon, they're like, Gary, as an expert of... English culture, what would you make? I feel like there's a really funny answer to that question, <laughs> but it's, it, I, I, I don't have one for you. Um, I wish you'd have asked me that. I wish you'd have teed me up before the show so I'd had a chance to kind of think of something and then make it This sound is the like hot seat, Gary. I did it extemporaneously. 
Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe like a Pokemon that fucking complains all the time. Okay. Yeah, I could deal with that. Complaino. Complaino. Complaino the Pokemon. Complaino the Pokemon. Fan artists get on it. Yeah. If you have a different answer at some point, well, we can bring it up whenever. Just like whatever we're talking about, regardless of how serious. Just how about one like... called Boris that is just completely fucking useless? And like <laughs> the one Pokemon you don't want in your Pokedex. I was thinking like... And a... leads all the other Pokemon over a fucking cliff to their doom like Lemmings. Yeah. What about that? Yeah, that would, that would work pretty well. Okay. It, it, he's a... Boris is a, uh, a shit-type Pokemon, mm-hmm. and there his was, ability is nothing. There was one in the last generation that was, it looked like Trump, and they weren't like, it was obviously not intentional, but it looked so much like Trump that I couldn't use it. Right. So like this thing, I look at this thing and I think of Trump and I'm like, fuck it, I just, out of my party. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Who All wants right. that? Who does want that? So now, just so I'm clear on, because again, I'm not the, I'm not the, <laughs> oh yeah, there's the one that yep. looks like Trump. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gross. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this that so fetched is ex- it says it's exclusive to pokemon sword right now does that mean if i buy pokemon shield can, is there still some way for me to obtain so through you, other means you can trade for him through like okay. the you have to have a friend i think that would have pokemon sword okay. and they can trade them i believe there's also a global trading system where you can request pokemon okay but i'm unsure how that works with exclusives i've got to admit i've never loved this i mean i know it's been baked into the pokemon franchise from the very beginning right i personally have never loved the whole thing where they launch two flavors of pokemon game every time you know uh sun and moon um yeah sapphire and ruby i mean red and blue is the, silver yeah. and gold whatever you know black and white yeah and now sword and shield it's cute but like as someone who suffers a lot from decision making paralysis <laughs> when uh-huh. i'm presented with a binary choice i always freeze up i hate the fact that i have to make a choice yeah and it feels like it, i mean the whole reason they do it is because they they want the hardcore people to buy both it's right? a cash grab yeah yeah, it's a cash grab i don't i love nintendo but i don't love that particular thing that it's a very do. weird thing too because like sometimes you they they have like actual story differences now and like the legendary is different for each version so like my brother wants pokemon sword but he wants a full thing, so he was going to, like he's going to use my copy for whatever. Because I don't play the games that way. I don't try to catch everything. I just like go through it as an RPG. So I'm like, well, I also want Pokemon Sword because I like the legendary from that one. So right. now he he's at an impasse. He's like, I just hate being forced to make a choice and knowing that knowing that whatever one I choose, there's something I'm going to be missing out on. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, theoretically, is they want to encourage you talking to friends and like having a friend that buys the other version. But I guess. But yeah, it, it's it does feel like more cash like, if, if we were like best Pokemon buds, right? We probably would have a thing. Like, I'll get Sword, you get Shield, right? And we'll trade with each other. But then it ro- cut. Yeah, that's the problem. You, is that you, one version's why, always why worse? Why does anyone want Shield? Lame, Gary. Because they have different legendaries, so the Shield one looks like defense wins the game, my friend. <laughs> no, that's true. A good defense is the best offense. Maybe is that the other way around? It should I be. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I kind of like Sun, Sun Moon. Sapphire, Ruby, Black, White. I kind of like they all feel like one one's kind of same as the other. But yeah, a sword is cooler than a shield, right? Yeah. So I think you might see a bit more of a sales disparity. I There's think, always I think one so that many sells more better. Swords than they will shields. There's always like a like one that feels like the main version, like the red version, and then one that feels like the you know side one that your little brother gets. No, but I'm saying that I kind of feel like black, like Black, White. Like who's which one's better? Like how do you know which one of those is better? You don't want sales wise, Black sold better. Black sold better, but yes. why? It sounds cool, and I think the one that's named first usually gets like the better sales. Okay, so it's like when it's 
blank and blank, whatever the first My blank kid's is. got a tough decision. I asked her a couple of times, which one are you going to get? She just says both. I said, no, no, no you got to pick one. <laughs> they going to have to make a choice. They sell a package for both. Don't ever let her know that it No, exists. no, no. That's not happening. Yeah. That will not be happening. She does. Well, you buy, you, you buy them that. You buy it for them, Kevin. I meant to ask, by the way. <laughs> I didn't make her. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the uh, the kind of funny packs tournament, at the tournament. Were we, were we speaking of that? We talked about it a little bit earlier. Okay. But earlier, because I was sitting next to you and your daughter and your lovely wife. Oh, that's right. We were yeah. all there together. Yeah. yeah. And at one point, Greg, who was worried about the, the timing of the tournament, how long it was taking, mm-hmm. tried to grease the wheels by giving 20 bucks to the, uh, the PAX video right. people. I mean, he had my daughter come up and take yeah. the money from him. And she, not knowing what to do, gave the money to you. Yeah, I kept it. <laughs> Yeah. But then didn't you subsequently do the same thing? Yes, but I, at the end of the bit, I just gave it back to him. I was yeah. going to ask, did you actually do that or did you just keep it? My, da- my, my daughter went up. I said, like, go give him the money back. <laughs> and she went up to him and, scr- and, t- and just threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very good. That is very good. That is the proper that way was good. to return That was, that was a funny joke. I like that every time that Greg tried to get one of us to bribe the AV guys in the back, we just kept the money. Why, why would he t- trust the people in the front row? All of whom are people he should not trust ever. I wouldn't trust me. Yeah. It was a terrible idea. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Twitch sexual content crackdown is causing confusion. This is from gamesindustry.biz via James Batchelor. Oh, no. Twitch has been clamping down on what it seems to be sexual content over the past week, but the inconsistencies are confusing streamers. Kotaku has an in-depth roundup, but some of the more notable, ex- notable examples include Twitch streamer uh, Kogko. Kuko? who has been suspended for cosplaying as Street Fighter's Chun-Li, and Fariha, who was given a warning in a 90-day probationary period for wearing a sports bra and baggy shorts. Kukko was warmed, warned her outfit was sexually suggestive, despite not being overly revealing. The tops of her thighs were visible, but the majority of her body was covered. Meanwhile, Fariha was told her warning was prompted by her wearing underwear or lingerie. Elsewhere, an art streamer, Surie, was given a warning and suspended for three days for drawing nudes. She had been drawing hentai characters that were scantily clad but not fully naked, and it's unclear whether the warning was over the character's attire or poses. A male streamer under the handle Shift was given a warning for using an emote based on the meme of SpongeBob SquarePants ripping his pants. This was deemed too sexual, and the emote was disallowed. Finally, IRL streamer Bridget Duveau was suspended for three days after sharing or engaging in sexually suggestive content or activities, but was given no explanation or clarification as to what this referred to. Esports site Dexterto reports the ban was later overturned, but still no explanation was given. Business reached out to Twitch for clarification. Both Faria and DeVoe told Kotaku they believe they were targeted by a mass misuse of Twitch's reporting tools, particularly since Faria's attire was appropriate to the fact that she was in the gym during the stream, something allowed by Twitch's community guidelines. Last year, Twitch pledged to take a stronger stance against sexual content, clarifying that its policy on streamer attire should be appropriate for a public street, mall, or restaurant, which streamers have argued is still vague and open to interpretation. Microsoft's rival streaming platform Mixer has often been criticized for taking an even stronger stance with clothing guidelines that seem to target women and even deem a strapless top as sexual enough to warrant an 18-plus rating for a stream. So, Gary, I, I did some research, and I looked into like this person's like Chun-Li outfit. Yeah. It is, it's just straight up a Chun-Li outfit. Yeah, it, it looked is, pretty harmless to me. Yeah. It, I, think I, I, I read a bit of this. I, I, read, a, I read a story. She, she said that she even ordered an, the outfit that was one size bigger right. than what she would usually wear so that it wouldn't be... It would be baggier, and it wouldn't be like yeah, it wouldn't be too high up on her. And I saw, I only saw a screen grab of it, but it looked totally harmless to me. You see people on Twitch like that all the time, right? If you here's the thing: if you're going to start banning people for this, they should basically just shut down the entire just chatting section. 
Just chatting is where I hang out. Twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. See you 7 p.m. tonight. <laughs> um, it's if you go to the, if you if you scroll through the Just Chatting channel, you're going to see a lot of what they call booby streamers, right. which is women who are wearing slightly uh, and there's there's a screenshot for you wearing slightly suggest not super suggestive but like some sometimes skimpy clothing, right. and that for a certain fact certain segment of the audience is I presume part of the appeal, right? Um, and they get a lot of views. But if they so the, the pro- I think the problem is there's no consistency in how these um, uh, rules are enforced. If the, if the, the, this person that has been suspended or whatever is not doing anything more egregious or more in violation of the guidelines than a dozen other people, so you like so you, there's a whole like why me mm-hmm. factor to it when these people get targeted. Twitter, I think Twitter, Twitter, Twitch. Sorry, I always get Twitter and Twitch. It's basically Cause the same because I'm, I'm, to- I'm, I'm the number one guy on Twitter and Twitch, so it's yeah, you get mixed up. Um, <laughs> It's um, they need they need they need to clarify and enforce their 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 guidelines with better consistency, mm-hmm. and they need better messaging. The problem is, like, I don't I don't feel like a person is generally looking at these things. I feel like it's people who mass report women for I guess they have like issues with. They think women who are in scantily clad clothes or like a Chun Li outfit. Do you think it's like totally automated? Where if they get a certain number of reports, it just flips a switch. And I know it's automated. Suspended. Okay. I know for a fact that. Okay. It, like I, they will flip the switch back if a person looks at it and it's appealed. Right. But I know that for a like they will go. Okay. Well, this is getting so many reports. Something must be wrong. Right. Which means people can gain the system. But but I mean that r- rather than just automatically flipping a switch, I mean I know that this that, that this costs money because you have to hire people to do it. But r- rather than just automatically banning the suspending the person, surely that should uh, ideally would trigger like an like a, an in person review where someone says, "Okay, this person's got five hundred complaints. Let's see what's up and go right. check it out." And then someone actually makes a decision, not just some algorithm, because like you said, it's too easy to game the system and, and to abuse people. Like essentially, kind of a DDoS DDoS attack on someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's just let's just report this person until they get banned because we've just decided. That we don't like them, we want to make trouble for them. Right, that's not good. Which is like this is a thing of you. You can actually find subreddits for these pe- kinds of people who are like, oh well, women streamers who w- don't wear enough clothes are ruining Twitch because they're right. making most of the money by like, I guess, tricking men into watching them and subscribing or whatever. Which, but what's the trick though? I guess that they're like men are watching and donating because they're not wearing enough clothes. Like, I guess the, they're. You're asking me to dive deep into a logic I don't understand. Right. But it's these people, like, the, you can find their subreddits of them organizing to go, okay, well, Kugko is doing this. Like, she's dressing as Chun-Li. How dare she? Right. So we, we should go there and mash support. But I think the other side of that coin is, yes, I do think some people look at it, but I think also it's a corporation that's owned by Amazon. So they probably do have some degree of, we need to keep this family friendly. They, so. would, rather, oh, they would rather err on the side of caution. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is also insane because it does, by virtue of what they're trying to protect or what they're trying to clean up, it affects women more than it affects men. And yet you still have a situation where like earlier this year or whenever it was, the entire uh, Artifact channel on Twitch was nothing but hardcore pornography. Right. And that stuff was up for days. The, the thing a couple of months ago, or not a month ago with Ninja, where like they just used his channel for porn. Right. Like, of course, like this thing, ha- these kind of things happen and they... 
mostly like they don't catch the big things. They catch the very small things and are saying like, "All right, work done." The the, the problem with this is, and they and again they they it's like you said, it's owned by Amazon, so they clearly could choose to spend. If they they could spend the money if they chose to, right? They just they have infinite money. They just choose not to spend the money. But the well, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos makes Bezos three million dollars a second. Three thousand dollars a second. Three thousand dollars a second. It's, it's, it's still a lot of money. Um, they could spend the money. The, the only you can't you can never trust an algorithm to do this. Stuff. Like I said, it's too easy to game the system. The only way to do it is with human moderation. That requires spending a lot of money to hire a lot of warm bodies to sit at computers and actually look at this stuff and use a real human brain to figure out what's been going on and actually reach a real judgment. You can't trust it. You can't trust fucking Skynet to do this stuff for you. Yes. We, we, we all know how that works out. Um, this, this, by the way, is why I personally have uh, chosen uh, to avoid uh, uh, sexual content on my channel. Mm-hmm. As much as my audience has, has strongly <laughs> requested it. They want, more, they want more suggestive content. They want more sexual titillation. They want me to wear less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I see those They want me to wear the strapless tops. They want me to wear the Chun-Li outfit. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> I, I, I mean, was, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm chubby enough that I actually could qualify <laughs> right. as a booby streamer. Right, right, of course. I could be a booby streamer. Yeah, no, no. We can I mean, get I that, ch- that paper rolling in. I choose not to be. Oh, yeah. But, like, I have friends. grow somehow. I have friends who, like, they're female streamers on Twitch, and they'll wear, like, a tank top. And then people will be like, oh, well, clearly this person is just trying to, like, attract male audiences. It's like, no, it's fucking hot in their apartment. Like, well, but let, no, let, but let's be honest. They are also trying to attract male audiences. I'm sure they don't care. And it works. Like, a lot, of, a lot of those. When I first got into, when I first started streaming on Twitch, I spent a lot of time looking at just chatting channels, all of them. Mm-hmm. And you, and I looked at everything on there. And if you look at like a certain number of, um, you know, the, the the some of the female streamers, and you watch them for like five minutes, and there's not really any content. They're just, and this is true that some of the male streamers as well. I'm not trying to. Uh, you know, pick one thing or the other. Right. But like, they just sit there. There's no real content. When I stream, I at least try to kind of have <laughs> a conversation and talk and provide some content. A lot of the streamers out there just sit there and do nothing. And it's like, are you even a fucking? Are you even fucking aware that you're, there's a camera on you right now? <laughs> like, it, it's it's almost like someone's just sitting at their computer. And they don't even know that their webcam is on. Right. They're, they're just no, there's just nothing going on. It's really, really boring content. And I think the appeal of some of these streamers is simply that. You know, uh, you know, thirsty young uh, men and boys mm-hmm. like looking at busty women, and and there are streamers out there that are happy to provide that content and and um, profit from it. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What's wrong with it is when when certain people, when, again, when the when the policy that Twitch has, the guidelines are not being um, administered. Consistently, I also don't think Twitch really knows what it is at this point. Like you mentioned, just chatting when that showed up, it was such a weird thing. Still like, is, yeah. This is this is a video game streaming website. You will sometimes ban people for not playing a video game, right? Like, why is there a thing of like, okay, social eating is one of the like bang mukbang? Yeah, like I have to I have to turn my stream to social eating because I don't some forget. Bang on my stream, have you? Yeah, I ate some super hot Korean uh, uh, noodles on my stream. One How did time. it go? Badly. Okay. Was it like a like a like a nose mess or sorry, what? Was it like a nose dripping mess and all that? It was it was it was pretty spicy. Okay. It was I mean it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't super bad. It was, no, it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, I try I try all kinds of I'm a variety streamer, I try all kinds of different things. I'll eat food, I'll talk shit, I'll play obscure games, I'll play popular games. 
But you won't wear the strapless. But I won't wear. Yeah. The, I won't do sexual content. Well, again, again, because who knows? Again, who knows? <laughs> it's it's it, like you know. <laughs> the, is that what you want, Kevin? Would you tune in if I started uh, wearing honest, less? I, I'm not gonna tune in ever, but I definitely look. If at, I like, if I cutout. if I started doing what some of these booby streamers did, if I kind of sit back in my DX racer like like this, uh-huh. you know, kind of like yeah. sexually languid and all like you know look at me i mean I, would you tune in for that would you want some of that i mean I'm, I'm i'm paying attention now i've been working yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. You know what i mean i, <laughs> I can hear the twitch subs from here going up now Cha-ching. yeah twitch.tv slash gary widow who knows what direction this is giving me some giving me some ideas imran yes <laughs> no, who knows where the, where, the, where the, channel the future is bright this could this could be a whole new direction for me uh, just make sure you don't for, get banned. the first male booby streamer i would i would bet you're not the first I would bet there are other people. I bet yeah, you there are. Yeah. yeah. Like, legitimately, I think there peck are. Peck streamers. Yeah, no, there are totally peck streamers. I remember. Peck a, streamers? That's make, a thing? There's a Mega Man X runner who, like, he will just take off his shirt during streams because he's, like, he's a bodybuilder as well. Right. So. No, I've, I've seen some of those as well. Mm-hmm. But if you want to do it, I think you'll make a lot of money. Do just, it, you coward. <laughs> 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 All right. Don't do it. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Nobody does. Moving on. Don't knock, don't knock it till you tried it, Kevin. You're making a lot of sense, bud. All right. Moving on. Let's go. How Call of Duty Modern Warfare's crossplay will work. This is from Polygon via Michael McWhorter. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is coming to consoles and PC on October 25th with crossplay support across PS4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. I love it. I love it. Like crossplay, you know, you know me, Imran. Any anytime there's a crossplay in the news, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I put this story for you, Gary Widow. Players will get a taste of cross-platform multiplayer starting September 19th with Modern Warfare's crossplay open beta. On the official Activision blog, the game's creators explain how crossplay will work in Call of Duty Modern Warfare and how you'll be able to hook up with your friends on other platforms. Two important items to note, players can opt in or opt out of cross-platform play. If they want to play multiplayer, they'll need a COD account. Players can sign up for an account using their PS- PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, Steam, or Battle.net ID through the Call Why of Duty website. Why would you website. opt out? Why would, you, why would you say, well, I only want to play with PlayStation people? Or Some I people don't like it. Xbox people. Some people, like, when you, okay, so maybe this is like a console wars defense kind of thing, mm-hmm. but when this whole thing was going on of, like, why isn't Sony doing crossplay, you find a lot of people going, well, I don't want to play with people who play, like, play on Xbox. They're... Gary, personally, I hate everybody that plays on Xbox. See? Why? <laughs> well, you know, they like green. Gross. Yeah. See, I can, see this, this whole platform corporate standing thing, doesn't work for me. We're all gamers. Yeah. Don't, don't don't let these platforms. We should be building, you know, uh, bridges, not walls. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to play with everyone. Like that's why I'm really I'm you know Borderlands. I'm enjoying Borderlands Three right now. I'm really enjoying it a lot. And Greg talked me into getting it on PlayStation. I'm glad he did because as it turns out, the majority of people that I want to play with are on PlayStation. Right. But I can't fucking play with Snowbike Mike because he's over there on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I can't play with some of my other friends that are on Xbox. It's bullshit, and it's got to end. We've got it. These walls have to come fucking tumbling down. We need to blow our almighty crossplay trumpets, Imran. I'm going to hit you with a biblical <laughs> reference now. Go for it. And the, and the, and the cross-platform <laughs> walls of Jericho need to come crumbling down so that we can all reach across the oceans of, of, uh, of these platform uh, 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 bifurcations. Well, it's weird because like, the Call of Duty is like it's a big hole in that wall. But why is Call of Duty like cross-platform and not Borderlands? And like, I'm guessing the answer is they just have more sway. It's not. It's not, not going to happen all at once. But I think the fact that Destiny is going cross-play, are they? Yeah, they are. Right? Destiny's going to be cross-play. That's the wrong person. I get 
I know they're cross save. I don't know the cross, cross save. Yes. Cross player. But it's, again, it's all. But it's all. Yeah, the, my, my point. My point is, it's all a step in the right direction. Right. Um, like when when uh, when uh, when Destiny comes out on Stadia, mm-hmm. I I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to bring over my um, uh, my because I I have a uh, what do I have it on? I think I have it on Xbox. I have an Xbox. No, I have a PlayStation save character that I can bring over. Maybe I'll play a bit of Destiny on uh, Stadia if the cross save works. I know cross save will work on Stadia. I know also I know they've announced cross play will not. So when you play on Stadia and Destiny, you're only playing with people who also own it on Stadia. My 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 guess, my hope at least, and also my guess is that I, I'm going to say five years. I'm going to give you a five year time horizon. Mm-hmm. In five years from now, cross play will be universal across the board. All games will be cross play. Right. I could see it. Like That'd be beautiful. I. I know a couple of years ago, before all this crossplay stuff started, I was talking to a friend who was uh, working at one of the major third-party publishers. He was saying, like, yeah, people are starting to wonder why we have games that other platforms can't play. Like, what's the... We all... They're all basically the same now. We could get it's the stuff the dumbest, instead of immediately. It's the dumbest thing. Destiny is the fucking exact same game on Xbox One as it is on PlayStation 4. The exact same game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the exact fucking same game Doesn't on PlayStation 4 on that it is on Xbox One. Yeah. Why can't we play together? It is ridiculous, and it's got to stop. And five years from now, not only will we be playing crossplay, we'll all be looking back on this. And can, can you fucking believe that back in the day, we couldn't play together? Like We were all like locked into our own little ecosystems yeah. on Xbox. And, it's going to be ridiculous. It's, if Sony loses Next Generation, I bet you they embrace crossplay real fast. Well, I don't think they're going. I mean, they they they're would, not going they to. They would have to yeah. lose a lot of ground to <laughs> lose the next generation. But I think I, I I look. Sony's obviously a major major player. But I think that they're, 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 at the end of the day, the the big third party players are where it's really at, right? Because again, like Halo's never going to be cross play. Yeah. Right. Gran Turismo's never going to be cross play. Right. Because those are exclu- and I get it. Those 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 games are exclusive to those to those platforms. But the big third party games, Destiny. Borderlands, Modern Warfare, shit like that. They're all Fortnite. They're all going to go cross-play. And Sony is going to increasingly going to look like the one fucking kid in the playground sitting in the corner, crossing his arm, folding his arms, doesn't want to play with anyone else. They're going to have to get on board. Right. They, they, they can't be the last holdout. I read a story yesterday for IGN. It was like, here's a list of every PS4 cross-play game. And it's surprisingly few. Like, there's way less than you would think. Yeah. And there should be more. Like, why... Like, it's gonna ha- like I said, it's it's yeah. it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's happening in increments. The fact that modern warfare is supporting it, probably the biggest third. Fo- I, I, I'm probably right in saying it's gonna be the, the biggest third party. Probably the, the biggest year. third yeah. party franchise in games, right? Modern warfare, wouldn't you say? What's yeah, bigger. I mean, it's the best selling NPD game every year. Right. Okay. So the fact that they're doing it, that's a prime mover. That's that's everyone. When 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 someone like when when modern warfare does it, people start asking why aren't other games doing it? Right. And it's and 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 that's and, and that's gonna move the needle. And it's a que- I like. I think the answer is going to be Call of Duty has that kind of clout. But once once that breaks open the wall a little bit, I think other people are going to try and sneak through. Right. But it's a very. There's an interesting way Call of Duty is doing it, which I want to get to real quick. Uh, so you can like cr- like create a Call of Duty community with your friends, regardless of platform or whatever. But if you're going to just matchmake with people, the way they do it is interesting. As for keeping the playing field level, matchmaking will be done by input type, controller, or mouse and keyboard. Call of Duty Modern Warfare will support uh, keyboard and mouse on PS4 and Xbox One. If you want to crossplay uh, with PC players, or if you want to crossplay with PC players, similarly, PC players can match with console players if all parties are using a controller. That makes, see, that that's makes really total cool. sense to that's me. Really, yeah, that's a cool thing. if I if I'm playing on a console, I do not want to be dropped into a game with PC players because they're going to fucking eviscerate me. Yeah, you can, but you can if you want to. You can. You can if there. you want, but, but you. But you I, 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 that that part I understand yeah. why you would want to opt out. 
yeah, that makes sense for opt out. It's like I, but it, it will matchmaking does take care of you even if you do opt in. Of saying, well, I have a controller, so only put me against PC players who have controllers. Right. That's rad. No, so, I like. No, I like. I like that it's not done by not done by platform, but by input type. Right. That makes a lot of sense because you can play Modern Warfare on your PC with a controller. You can play on your console with a mouse and keyboard. Right. Right. And so yeah, because but that that's that that's what makes the difference. Um. But yeah, this is going to be like you know I I still remember even on really popular games it can often matchmaking can often be a pain because sometimes it's just you know matchmaking matchmaking it's trying to find players mm-hmm. once the once those once those crossplay walls come tumbling down then there's a much bigger pool of available players to cr- to to matchmake with yeah and so that's just going to get better as well if the only delineation is are you using a controller or a mouse and keyboard across the entire library of people who are playing that game? Yeah, I'm going to find a match very quickly. No, I really, li- I think, I think that they're doing this in exactly the right way. Yeah, I like there's a very positive move. I remember back in the 360 generation, I had to think about, okay, where will this game run best, and also where is this game going to sell best? Because right. that selling matters for how long, like, if I'm going to be able to find people to play with. So, like, I would get yeah. Street Fighter for the 360 as opposed to the PS3 because I felt like there was going to be more people to play with on Street or on. 360. I don't want to have to worry about that in the future. Right. I just want to get it like where it's going to perform best or where I'm going to be most comfy playing it. I hear you. All right. Moving from that Call of Duty story to a, a bit more of a like serious Call of Duty story, there was an article that I'm putting up for required reading, which is a went up on IGN yesterday. It is from a, a former Marine named John Phipps, who is a friend of us. A Mr. Negative. F- yeah, Mr. Negative. You've, we saw him at the Kind of Funny Tournament as well. Yeah, he so is, I met him at PAX. Cool yeah. guy. He is historically terrible at video games. Me too. But he is quite good at writing. And he wrote a story yesterday about modern warfare. And you know how the game uses a white phosphorus as a kill streak? Yeah, we, t- we talked about it on, uh, on uh, KFGD uh, when I was on here several weeks ago. Yeah. It, it, when I saw it, I was like, this is really fucked up. And John does a very good job of explaining why. Problem? What was, what, what was that for? <laughs> you, you away from it. This board isn't as good as my board. Oh, yeah, we ha- we've had some problems, so we, we have a new soundboard. All right. And also Greg is yelling something. That's fine. You and me All are right. going to have a conversation after the show, Kevin. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to quickly read this part from John on, a, like, a it's a small part of a much bigger article that you should read on IGN. But this got a lot of chatter yesterday. It did. It was a it was a good article that I saw a lot of developers like Rami Ismail and all them talking about like yeah. the decisions that go into this sort of thing and like yeah. how they Treyarch or I'm sorry, Infinity Ward must have been talking about it. Yeah, and I saw a lot of gamer bros throwing their toys out of the pram over it as well. Yeah, which like the game is coming out in a month. This isn't changing anytime soon. Yeah. But it's good to have the discussion on it. Yeah. But with John, and this is I think a couple of paragraphs deep, but white phosphorus is a material created from the chemical element phosphorus, which is used in everyday items ranging from matchbooks to fertilizer. But for the purposes of this article, we'll focus on its use in incendiary weapons. Munitions armed with WP are also used for mar- marking targets and screening movement. But even when not used defensively, the results are the same: a WP weapon detonates, particles stick to the skin and catch fire. The adhesive nature of these particles makes stopping the fire strictly difficult. They continue to burn until deprived of oxygen or consumed, making them among the, mo- the deadliest incendiary weapons in existence. And it doesn't stop there. As your skin is melting and bubbling, uh. the chemical is absorbed into the body through the burn itself, causing extensive, da- extensive damage to your liver and kidneys, eventually resulting in total organ failure. Of course, that's not, that's not the only way white phosphorus kills. Breathing the smoke for an extended period of time will burn you from the inside as it chokes you to death. Even without direct contact, contact inhaling the fumes will kill you, causing 
osteo, I'm not a doctor, osteonecrosis in your jaw. What this means in layman's terms, the bones of your lower jaw will simply petrify or putrefy and rot away. You will die extremely painfully as your head literally starts to rot while you're still alive. This is a kill streak. You get this as a reward for killing enough people. The I would suggest people read that article, but I know I am sure Infinity Ward has had that discussion. The fact that they went ahead with it feels weird to me. And it reminds me of a thing like at Judges Week, we saw the big reveal of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in that theater and like the first part of that segment was them telling us about the campaign. I like how it's so much more story focused, how it's going to focus on the horrors of war. Right. Then we took a, like a little break of the bathroom, you know, whatever. Come back, sit back down. And then it was the technical aspects of like the guys who make the guns and make the, you know, sounds for the guns and all that jazz. And one of the guys said a thing that was like, this is basically like, this is going to look like live leak footage. And I remember audibly saying, I was sitting next to Austin Walker, I remember audibly saying, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, why would you ever say that? Yeah, why, why would that be a positive? Because, like, I think that's what they think sells. Is that to, people, I mean, to, to, to a large portion of that audience, it does. Yeah, and that's disappointing. That, I'm not saying that can't be in the game. I'm saying you can't finish off the idea of we're making a realistic story about the tragedy of war and then saying... But it's also going to be super cool, like you're watching it on CNN. And once again, this is required reading. Go to IGN.com to read I was disappointed that. by the reaction to this story yesterday, but yeah. I wasn't surprised. A Me lot, too. A lot, of, a lot of gamer bros uh, telling uh, John to shut the fuck up. Look, John, John's, a, John's a combat marine. He's been, he's been downrange. Yeah. He's been under live fire. He's seen his fucking friends die face down in the dirt. Maybe listen to what the guy has to fucking say. Yeah. And if your first response to someone saying... This thing is fucked up by my experience is to say your experience is wrong. Stop. Right. Stop. To, like, get off Twitter. Backspace. No, one, I know. I know. No, no one's saying pull it from the game. Yeah. I don't. I, I didn't read. I didn't read the entire article. But I don't think he's saying that. I think he's saying just be aware. Just understand what it is that this what this is simulating and turning into entertainment for you. Right. Just think about it. As and, we, and, yeah. and and consider that maybe it's in poor taste. That's as, all. Yeah. As we get why is that so offensive? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that so offensive to so many people? Because people don't like the idea that something they like. So I, I've been thinking about this for a, a number of years. Is you remember like one say ten fifteen years ago there was the Jack Thompson stuff? Yeah. Of like he was he really hated video games mm-hmm. and he was like on a quest to, I guess for lack of a better term, censor them and get them pulled from shelves and stuff. Yeah, like I remember that. it well. I think. That was a fight worth having among the ga- for the gaming community versus people outside of it. But what that did is that it created like a very hardened community sense of whenever somebody criticizes video games, we have to come back in full force. So when that started happening again with like feminist frequency and and Sarkeesian, people went ba- at it just as hard, even though there was no reason to, because these were not people trying to pull games from shelves. There were people trying to just say like, let's look at this a little more closely and try to figure out why we do some of the things we do. Yeah. So when this still comes up again, John's saying, okay, well, we have a white phosphorus in this game. Let's examine why that's in this game and what we're doing for entertainment. People are like, oh, no, you can't attack my video games. These are escapism for me. This, is, this, this subject belongs solely to me, not to anyone else. I guarantee you right now there's people in the Twitch, live Twitch right now complaining about this conversation there'll be people in the youtube comments complaining about oh, what we're sure. talking about right now fuck them all <laughs> look if if you can't handle a bit of critical evaluation a bit of introspection somewhat someone like john who again i think was very much earned the right to have a fucking opinion on this subject right if you can't handle that without shit in the bed and having to fill twitter up with your gamer bro comments 
you're the fucking snowflake. Yeah. If this is a problem for you, get fucked. You like that, Kevin? I do! But finding a better internet is so far away. If I wanted to know what's coming to the mom and grandpa shops today, it's rough. Where would I look, Gary? The official list of upcoming (laughs) software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Out today! Oh, you're not going to do it? What? The song? Yeah, you gotta so I, do it. Okay, so I tried to you do this. Did, I mean, you did this. You gotta I, do the whole thing. Last time I did the song, everyone was like, you didn't get the notes right. And no, I'm like... No, no. Well, the only way you're gonna get it is but keep practicing. Okay, let's try also, it. You make your I'll, I'll, song, I'll you tee know? you up again. All right. The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. See, I thought that was pretty good. I thought it was good too. But somebody was like, it's not exactly like Greg's. I'm like, uh, you don't want it to be exactly like Greg. You want to be your, you don't want to be Greg. You want to be Imran. Yeah. I'm not Tim Gettys. I don't want to look exactly like Greg. All right. All right. (laughs) You got good. (laughs) It it is so fucking weird, right? Like, that's what happens. Everyone starts merging into each other. So, like, Kevin, did that Twitter account follow you that was like Greg Gettys? No, I don't know. I don't. Maybe. So there's a Twitter account that started following me. That's like, it was either like Greg Gettys or Tim Miller or whatever like that. I've seen it though. But it's a Photoshop of. Greg and Tim like merged into one person, but it doesn't look any different from either of them. And it's very, very it's fucking very weird. Creepy. So I saw it. I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. I'm just going to like go to sleep. But <laughs> That's it, a good choice. Yeah. You nailed it. Did not like that. Did not like that at all. All right. Out today. Trailmakers. Football drama. I wonder which football that is. Dreamland Solitaire. Bolt Halt. Spirit Arena. Crying Sons. Seven Circle. Planetside Arena, Jenny LeClue, Detective View. Not much of a, not, not exactly a banner day, is it? Not I mean, really. I don't know, maybe there's a couple of gems in here. I hear Dream, Jenny I mean, Dreamland good. Solitaire yeah. and football drama aren't exactly jumping out at me. Well, hold on. I didn't finish quite yet. Mabel in the Wood <laughs> launches on Xbox One today. That could be good. I don't know. Maybe. New dates. Call of Duty Mobile launches October 1st, probably without White Phosphorus. Spin Rhythm XD drops Juicy Beats on, a earlier, on Early Access October 22nd. Nintendo Switch in 2020. <laughs> the next Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown DLC mission, Unexpected Visitor, is coming to America's on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam on September 25th. Deal of the day! The PSN Big in Japan sale is going on now for six more days. If you haven't ju- jumped in yet, you should jump in. There's deals on games like Sekiro, Kingdom Hearts, and a lot more. If you're looking for like some things to pick up, I think Resident Evil is also on sale. Is it Sekiro or Sekiro? Sekiro, I think, is the way I've always heard it. I always thought it was Sekiro. Maybe. Maybe I'm super wrong. But it's, I mean, it's a foreign word, so we're both right. It's all about Friday, Imran. It's all about Friday. It's all about... Tomorrow is... It's all about Link's Awakening. And Goose Game. And Goose Game. Yeah. And don't forget, tomorrow, I'm actually very excited, Apple Arcade. Oh, yeah. I think Apple... It looks like Apple Arcade actually has a really good lineup. You sent me a list for required I sent you a list for required... We didn't have to do it, but it was a... I recommend it. I I tweeted it out early if you want to uh, look at my... uh, Twitter feed, The Verge, mm-hmm. um, had a list because uh, uh, this uh, uh, Apple. It's actually an incredible launching with fifty games, which is a pretty amazing lineup. Yeah, and they, the the point that The Verge was making that it's almost kind of overwhelming how many games there are to try. So they had a list of like ten that you should definitely try. Was there anything that leaped out at you? Yeah, it? there's one called like Assemble with Care or something like that. It's from mm-hmm. the people that made Monument Valley, and it looks really cute. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying them all. I, I I'm excited about Apple Arcade. Five I, bucks a month can't, can't go wrong. Five bucks a month is a good price, and the first month is free, so I'm going to at least try yeah. the first month. And I think because if you buy, because I'm, I'm I get the iPhone every year, I think I get a year of it for free. If you buy like an Apple product, you get like a year of it for free. I think that's for the Apple Plus 
TV Plus. No, but I think it includes that. Maybe it includes Apple Arcade. Yeah. You're wrong, can that's tell a, us. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of stuff. It's, that's a lot of, it's a lot of good stuff. Um, the only thing I'm slightly disappointed by is that not, I think only a small fraction of the games have full controller support. Because most of these games are meant to be played on mobile, and that's great. Yeah. But I want to play them on Apple TV. I want to play them on the big screen. And that's obviously only going to work if you can uh, if it has controller support. Is and, that before? And most of them don't. Is that before the patch for like putting Xbox One and PS4 stuff in there? Well, I mean, I, I, or is it just the games themselves? Don't but I support? mean, so there there is a thing now where you can hook up a an Apple a, a PS4 or an Xbox One controller to your Apple device. Right. Uh, but no, but just some of the games aren't designed to support a controller. Okay. Yeah. That I imagine that's going to change as time goes on. Is like. They start getting more money from Apple Arcade, but yes, but I mean, I, I understand most most the my guess is that probably ninety five percent of the of the players on Apple Arcade Don't, are yeah. going to be playing on mobile devices, not on Apple TV. I mean, that's a, that's it's a nice that, that it's yeah. also on Apple TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to probably play most of these things on my phone, and at that point, a controller is kind of irrelevant because I'm not going to like I'm not carrying my phone and also an Xbox One controller on my hip. I'm just excited five, five bucks a month, and you get to try as many games as you want. Brilliant! Yeah, that's I'm, good, all, I'm yeah. excited about it. It's more subscription services could stand to be that cheap. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and again, Apple, again, these big streaming wars are coming, right? Apple's undercut Disney Plus, five bucks a month for Apple TV Plus. You get a year free if you buy an Apple TV or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, the, the big have? begun these streaming wars have. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it's gonna, and a lot of it is going to be un, undercutting th- themselves on price. Disney came in super low, undercut Netflix. Apple said, "Fuck you! We've got even more money than you. Let's let's undercut you." And it's I'm telling you, it's going to get ugly. I mean, that's good for me because like I'm not paying like the NBC one they announced yesterday, Peacock. One that's, that's called fu- Peacock. That's a fucking terrible name. It is like an awful name. <laughs> but they announced that, and I'm like, I don't need this. I don't. I'm fine. I don't need a streaming service that has a Save by the Bell reboot. I do. <laughs> it depends on who's in it. If they bring back all of them, then sure. Don't is that something that. they actually announced? That was actually announced, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Mario Lopez and the other one. Who oh, he's going to be in it? Yes. So they're oh. bringing back some people. They haven't announced everyone yet. I'm going to assume Dustin Diamond's uh, not So in they're it? playing themselves, right, but yeah. now older? It's, it's is, a, is it going to be like their kids that are now in high school or something? I would assume so. I assume that's the way they're going to do <gasps> Brilliant. it. Brilliant. I can't wait. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes, but I'm not going to pay for a new subscription service for it. I may, when that show is over, pay for a month of it. And I mean, I'm, I, you know, I haven't subscribed to CBS All Access yet, but when Picard comes out, that's an example of how one show, I'll, I'll, basically I will pay a subscription fee for that one show. Mm-hmm. Right, while you have that, are you going to watch Discovery? Yeah, and I'll watch Twilight Zone and all the other stuff that's on there as well, but like no, nothing about Discovery's CBS cool. All Access has made me want to divvy yeah. up yet until Picard was like, I'm all in. I'm just saying. Like, it could, that, that could just, CBS All Access, pretty rad, that, it could just be <laughs> the Picard app, yeah. and it's got one show on it. <laughs> and I would, and, and I would, and, and I would have paid, and I would have paid for it. Yeah, but yeah, check out Discovery. It's pretty rad. All right. Yeah. I mean, these streaming services are basically like rental stuff. Like we're renting the the service for one month, so I don't need anything more than that. All right. Reader mail. Now it's the time for reader mail. You can write into Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames where you can get your show ad free. Speaking of ads, this c- episode of Kind of Funny Games is brought to you by the Kind of Funny Packs Tournament, which we talked about earlier. It's not a big deal. You just go there. You go to YouTube. You go to, or you go to kindoffunny.com slash PAX Tournament. You see us fail miserably at video games. I was out the first round. Not proud of it. I think Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games, not great to appeal. Come in the first time with knowing zero rules. Gary, you were also out the first round, right? I was out in the first round, but of the three contestants in the round, I only I came second. I didn't come last. And the guy that beat me 
was the guy that went on to win the whole thing. So I feel like yeah. that's there's, that's, pr- that's pretty there's good. some small consolation there. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, and like it would it would have been nice to have a bit of practice on. Like I had no idea what the f- I was doing. I did 110 meter hurdles, mm-hmm. and like 50 meters in, I figured out what the control scheme was, and I was able to do better. But by that point, I was already behind. Yeah, I had the same problem. And when, the, and when they did ultimate chicken the horse, that whole thing was a fucking nightmare because no one knew how to play the game. That it pissed up me being off. How do you not know how to play ultimate chicken horse? That's a great game. Well, um, no one on the stage did know. Yeah, that same thing happened last year with Overcooked. Where no one knew how to play Overcooked. Right. But you can see us lose. I lost to Nick Chester, which is not fair because Nick Chester is good at everything. All right. What was, what, what, what was your game? Uh, it was gymnastics. Oh, right. Yeah, like, yeah. Or ribbon something, whatever. I got, I, I got it. I, I, I'm kind of not ashamed, but surprised to admit that I actually cut that kind of sold me on that Mario and Sonic yeah, at the it, Olympics the game. game. I think I might cool. have to get that. I, I am probably going to look into I, buying I it. I think I'm going to get it. Or beg Sega for a code. One yeah, of the two. Yeah. But. All right. Reader mail. First is from Nanobiologist. Hey, Imran and Witta. Witteron, Imta. Happy Witta no, Wednesday. None of those are going to stick. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to put our best minds on this or just give up. You each have a very colored history in video game industry and have worked with both, or both worked with a magazine company. What was it like working on that side of the industry? How were the main topics picked that covered the main fold and got the cover highlight? During big news heavy months, have you had to switch out anything last minute? How thorough were your editing processes to make sure there were no issues with your final product since you couldn't edit it after? We haven't gotten too much perspective on the magazine side of news. It's very interesting to hear what what it was what that was like. Thanks, the nanobiologist. I mean, you could do a whole podcast answering yeah, that question. We're not going to be able to like really talk about that in depth, but it was always surprising to me how the days before deadline, everyone is running around with their heads on, or hair on fire to get everything done because you, like you said, you cannot change it after it's out. Right. And the getting Game Informer in print, I was like, okay, yeah, this is a professional organization that's done this for. 20, 30 years at this point, it should, everything should be down to a finely tuned process. Then it's like, okay, we go, to, we go to deadline on the 15th. By the 12th, we're like, oh, God, who's, who can edit? We need to get this design done. We don't have screenshots in yet. PR hasn't sent us a thing yet. And it is fucking manic. I cannot believe how, like, going from the website to print is so difficult. I, bo- I both miss it and don't miss it. Yes. Um, I mean, it is, you know... Print magazines are now. I was just reading a thing uh, the other day that uh, in the UK, my homeland, mm-hmm. where print magazines have always been a big business. You go to you go to a uh, like a news agent in uh, the UK and you see like massive, massive. You don't really see this here. Like if you like, where would you go right now if you wanted to buy a magazine? Where the fuck do you go? Like there are, like newsstands aren't really a thing anymore. Like you might go to Barnes and Noble. You got to go to the fucking airport yeah. to buy a magazine. But if you but in England they're everywhere. They're in every every corner store has like a massive magazine rep with hundreds of magazines. So it's a very it's always been a very big market in the UK. But even in the UK, the magazine market is like fucking cratering, and and big magazines are closing all the time. And print is I mean it's it's taken a while, but print is finally I think it's it's absolutely on its last legs. Um, and it's and it's partly because you know the the stuff that we would write on in PC Gamer, mm-hmm. um, were by the time you got it, that news was. Three weeks old? Yeah. One of the things that was frustrating to me when working at Game Informer is like, I, let's say I write a preview for a game that, and the, the issue itself comes out after E3. At E3, they're going to announce uh, this game has this mode or this game has this release date. But because the game industry is so weirdly fucking secretive, they're like, oh, well, we can't tell you the date even though the magazine is going to come out afterwards. So in my preview, it's going to be like, well, this game comes out sometime in 2019, I guess. Even right. though everyone in the world already knows the date, it's it's a very it's a very very archaic form, and in and in the you know you can get magazine quality content online 
You can watch videos. You get news up to the minute. Like the only thing that magazine print magazines have left to offer is some people just like the feel of sitting and browsing through a magazine. I, I don't. I don't give a fuck about that. I will say it's good for portfolios because I can just peel out whatever I want to say. Like here's my writing resume right here. Right. But other than that. How yeah. much longer do you think gaming for my hat? So someone who's on the inside, I don't want to put you. Well, I do want to put you on the spot. That's what I'm doing. Where, how long do you think Game Informer has left before it's completely gone? With the acknowledgement that I signed a severance agreement on a number of things, <laughs> um, I would not suspect it would be that long. Okay. I, those guys do amazing work, and it's incredible that they're keeping this magazine running. Yeah. Even with like the number of because pe- it it was a it was a manic thing even with the seven people that have like are now not there. The the writing is on the wall. I would say the writing is on the wall. I but. Hopefully, I, all those people are incredibly talented, and they're going to bounce back somewhere great. If Game Informer can't, or if Game Informer no longer exists, I'm sure the spirit of it will exist in a bunch of other places soon. Right. All right. Moving on from there, the five star man says, "Hey, Imran Gary, Google has announced a new premier edition of Stadia. Now that the founders editions are beginning to sell out, are you considered to see? Are you surprised to see the founders editions selling out? What do you think Google is looking for to, for them to consider Stadia success?" And by those metrics, how successful do you think Stadia will be, both in early release this year and free release next year? Thank you for your time. P.S. Shout out to Kevin, Barrett, and Joey for killing it during an extremely stressful few days. What's been stressful about the last few days? Everything broke. Have you not uh, been you, paying also, attention to the feeds? I thought Have you been having some AV problems. Oh yeah, so oh, many. Oh really? Monday. I saw. Our... I saw Greg sh- send up a flare for a like a mixing board thing. So yeah. Monday, I'll, I'll walk you through this. Monday, our control computer died. And so we had to swap out Cool Greg's computer with uh, our regular computer. Well, Kevin did. And, and that was like an <laughs> hour before. Kevin's giving me the death stare. And, and that was like an hour before Games Daily was supposed to go live. Okay. And it was like terrifying. And, then I, and so like Kevin was able to like do all that stuff. We're working on the main computer still to this day. We'll, we'll, we'll get it back in here when we can. And then yesterday I come in. And like something, like I'm like setting up the studio and, and stuff. 15 minutes before we go live, I noticed... Hmm, the soundboard's not on. <laughs> and I try to like mess around with it and I call Kevin. I'm like, hey. And I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking in my head, I think the soundboard died. Sure as shit, soundboard died. So. Was that related to the PC dying? No, or just, just, no, they were just like two. So it's just a bunch of like entirely random things that all, all just happen to happen at once. And now the LED wall is making the image like what, what happened here, Kevin? Okay. Okay. <laughs> It was, uh, oh, yeah, the LED wall was being weird. But now the image is way bigger than it should be. It does look, yeah. it does look like it's too big. And yeah, you pointed it out s- to me. Now that you've said that, that's all I can see. Oh, yeah, I see the problem. <laughs> What's the problem? We're doing live fixes. For live us. tech support right <laughs> yeah. now. Live IT. So Try turning it off and on again. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Hmm. So basically God is trying to shut down kind of funny. Yep. Pretty much. But all we're right. finding him. <laughs> so I, um, we fight gods. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what what Google would. Con- I'm sure internally they know what they would consider a successful launch, right? Uh, for Stadia, who knows? Um, what's the what? Do you know what this premiere edition is? What is that? I'm not sure. I, Maybe like, you're wrong. Let us know what the premiere edition think, of yeah, Stadia is. Yeah, it was announced is. today because they also announced that they they're selling out a founders edition. Which I got the founders edition. Did you? Yeah. Because I'm a sucker. I, I'm, an, <laughs> I'm an early adopter. I'll try anything. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting something. from it? Are you just expecting like the things they've described? I've, t- I've, t- I've talked about it on the show before. I'm actually. I know there's a lot of um, skepticism out there. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pro Stadia. I, I I think that. Yeah, you are. I, I think it can work. I actually. Th- my, and here's my. Do you I want it like, to work? 
cut, pull, save this clip, come back and hit me with it if it comes out of the box a clusterfuck. But this is my prediction. I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. I think it's, I think it's going to meet or exceed expectations. I think that technology, like the, the concept of that streaming technology, is absolutely the direction that the industry will be going in the next whatever number of years. Are you pro Stadia? That's the thing. I think Stadia's business model is entirely wrong. How so? I think it needs to be a Netflix style thing of I click a get like th- you remember the description of you see a game on YouTube, you click the thing and it takes you to that game right, right there. Right. I think that doesn't work if you need to buy every game individually. Right. I think it should be like some some games are going to be part of a Netflix type system, Some games, right? yeah, but it needs to be everything. Yeah. It needs to be like, oh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey looks cool. Let me click this thing and just start playing it. It may be in a much higher cost than a Netflix cuz like we're talking about $60 games, so like... I mean, look, well, they, they, they obviously have the ability... As, as this launches, they'll see how it's working and they'll be able to pivot and change the model and say, well, now we're introducing a new subscription tier where you do get everything or whatever. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, 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 they'll change things on the fly depending on... They won't know until they put this thing out into the wild. You right. never know. And then it, it, I, my, my guess is that whatever, whatever the business model is right now, pay this, get that at launch, will not be the same a year from now. They'll have changed something. Yeah. They'll, they'll have... Reacted to how people are consuming the games or what they are. They'll, they'll see all the metrics. They'll see what people are and aren't doing, and they'll 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 go with the flow. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, Stadia is a stepping stone to something bigger. Right. But I think it's a interesting technology that's held back by a business model from five years ago. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. I I am hopeful that they figure it out sooner rather than later. All right. Cian writes, "Happy Widow Wednesday, Gary and Imran." When I saw the E3 headlines yesterday, I got excited. Next year, I turn 30, and my birthday falls during E3, so I've been toying with the idea of going. Apart from the cost of the trip as I live in the UK, one of the things that makes me unsure about going is the conversation around E3 becoming less relevant. On one hand, that makes me feel that the opportunities to go while it's still good are numbered. On the other hand, does that mean it just wouldn't be worth it? What are your thoughts on the E3 experience with the consumers attending? I know that changes the ESA are allegedly making are consumer-focused, but do you reckon E3 is a good event for fans at all? Should we be should the fans be excited by those changes? And crucially, should I spend my thirtieth birthday at E three? Thank you for your thoughts. P.S. Gary, I am so emphatically on your side when it comes to the conversation about difficulty modes you've been having on Twitter. The ignorance towards accessibility is shocking. Baby ass, baby mode forever. P.P.S. Shout out to my best friends from the What's Good meetup in or meetup in London. So first of all, yes, you're fucking right. Are oh, you with me on that one? Yeah, team, team baby mode. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't personally need to play on easy mode when, like all the time, but sometimes I want to. Sometimes I don't give a shit. Yeah. But like, if people need to, then let them. When I know, like, there was a guy in my mentions that was like, "What if Dark Souls is easier?" And like, Dark Souls is easier. You you can summon. Like, you can just trivialize every boss fight. And no one's no one's talking about making games. No one's talking about taking your difficulty mode away. The hard, yeah. the hard mode will always be there. But, you know, let's also have an easier mode for people that want to play on an easier mode. Yeah. I, 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 I said this a dozen times on Twitter yesterday. Why, why do you fucking care how I play my games? It doesn't affect you. You've still got your hard mode. If I want to play on easy mode, don't lecture me about, oh, you're not getting the full experience. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. You're enjoying yourself. You're having a good time. Let's just go our separate ways and not talk to each other. I will <laughs> say what should be standard is on the fly difficulty changing. I should right. be able to change the difficulty at least between every mission. Right. If not, like, because I remember Skyrim used to do it, like, you could change the difficulty in the middle of a fight. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. Every game should be able to yeah, do there that. Yeah, are, there, there are some more games, there are some games that, like, if you, like, die five times on a boss, they'll say, like, would you like to adjust the difficulty? Or, wasn't it GTA that if you failed a mission, like, a certain number of times, you'd say, would you like, would you just like to skip this mission? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
that that is the accessibility is good. Accommodate accessibility and accommodation. Accommodate me. Yeah. Not at the, and this is the this is the key point. Not at the expense of anyone who wants to play on a harder difficulty. Right. No, no one's suffering because the, no, no one's suffering because there's also an easy mode. Mm-hmm. You're, it's not. We're not. We're not talking about dumbing down games for everyone, so that so that dummies like me can enjoy enjoy games. You still get to play the game at the at the brutal, crushing difficulty you want to play at. Yeah, but who, I also yeah. get to play at the difficulty I want to play at. Why? Why? Why is that so fucking hard for some people to understand? Who cares if someone skips something? That means they don't get content you got. You still. You are still Such doing a yeah. boring fucking argument. These people are putting yeah. forward. All right. E3. Um, what, are you, what are you there this year? No, I would say just go to PAX. Yeah. I think you'll have a better time at PAX. E3 is not a consumer-focused show. No, it's all. not. And it's not... I, 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 I enjoyed E3 back in the day when I... I haven't been, been in many years, but no, mm-hmm. I would, it's not a consumer-focused show. My, look, there's a better option out there, and it's PAX. Right. Just go to PAX. Yeah. If you're looking for a thing to have fun with like the mystique of e3 i understand that especially if you've been in this for a while yeah of like you're as a kid reading game magazines of like oh all the new games are at e3 and that is true to an extent if you've got appointments if you're a me- someone in media making like you know appointments with cd project red to go see their like cyberpunk demo yeah i was i remember last year in 2018 i was in a like a dead or alive six appointment, like in a there was in the back rooms there with the E three meeting rooms, but it looks like a place that people can come in and play video games because there's kiosks set up everywhere. Yeah, but there's a guy who came in. He's like, "Hey, is this for consumer? Like, can I come in with like a ticket?" And like, "Oh no, sorry, this is just for media." And the guy looks sad and walked away. And I was thinking, like, he has every right to be pissed. This looks like a thing you should be able to come in. Like, there's an empty kiosk with this game that they should be able to play. He spent all this fucking money to get here. And he yeah, can't. my guess, my my, I mean, maybe other people that have been, and again, if you've done this, right, l- let us know when you're wrong. My guess is that if you go to, if you've ever been to E3 purely as a consumer, mm-hmm. you probably didn't have a great time. That yeah. would be my guess. I used to go there as a pro, and I didn't have a good time. You wait in line all day for a chance to play a 20 minute demo. Well, I never did because I was media. I went yes. straight to the front of the line. But like, yeah, I don't want standing <laughs> line standing in line for two fucking hours to play a game. I mean, admittedly, you will do that at PAX as well. It was like a right. 45 minute line to play Link's Awakening for like five minutes. Yes. You know, the, 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 the big popular games are always going to have that problem. But PAX is a much more consumer friendly. Look, you ask my advice, I'm giving it to you. Don't go to E3, go to PAX. I'll, Simple as that. Also, I would just say don't go to trade shows to play video games. Yeah. Like like play new upcoming video games. Go there to discover new games. Like this indie thing you've never heard of in the indie mega booth. Go there and like check those things out that are not right. gonna have. Yeah, you'll discover a lot of cool stuff. Or like honestly, this past packs the best day for me was I would just played board games with my friends. Yeah, like that was it. I wasn't doing media work. I wasn't doing anything like that. I just but if you're like, if for example, your thing is like, oh, I'm I'm a consumer. I'm gonna go to E3 and play Cyberpunk 2077. You're gonna be fucking miserable. Yeah. I guarantee it. Like the the mystique of E three isn't worth it, and the the fun of going to play games early isn't worth going there and waiting in line for it's it. It's not. It's absolutely not. Go to PAX. Yeah, go to PAX and have fun with friends. Is what we say. All right. Speaking of friends, squad up. This one is from Doug, who is playing on PS four, and his <laughs> PSN name is what's that? J M D U K N Z. All right. Good morning, best friends. I'm looking for some help with Far Cry Five co op. I need someone to butt up with for three co-op missions. I'm chasing that sweet, sweet platinum. I need a helping hand. I'm a dad and based in New Zealand, so weekend, weekend evenings are best. But will work with whatever I can get. Thank you kindly, Doug. 
I don't know if he means weekend evenings his time. Yeah, I guess what I don't know what I don't. You'd have to. You'd have to, you'd, now. You'd have to look up like what evening weekend evenings are in New Zealand. It's like that's not even the same fucking day. <laughs> yeah, like, that might be hard to 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 figure out. But I wish him the yeah. best of luck. Doug, go to the subreddit and post a thing with like a timetable for time zones so people can know. All right, let's go to you're wrong and let's see what people have been yelling at us. Okay. Uh, sword and shield pack is one hundred twenty dollars. Don't ever let your daughter know about what? that. That seems like too much. That That's literally just the cost of both games. That must be a mistake. Uh, Goose Game's full title is Untitled Goose Game. Apple TV Plus is free for one year with Apple device purchase, not yep. Apple Arcade. Yep. Oh, Con- Apple TV Plus, you. but not Apple Arcade. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have to pay for it, Gary. Five bucks a month? Yeah. I, I can swing that. <laughs> just to have one less coffee a month. Uh, Google Stadia Premiere. When compared to uh, Founder Edition, Premiere does not offer the first three months of Buddy Pass. Okay. Uh, does not offer a limited edition controller in Midnight Blue. It's a generic, clearly white controller as part of the shell instead. Uh, oh, I could have got a Midnight Blue. I think I just got the white one. I want the Wasabi one. That's the one I like. Yeah. Wasabi it annoyed green. me that you couldn't get that with the Founder's Edition. Yeah. They, you have to get it as this extra add-on. It's the, their whole, like, again, what I'm saying of them trying to position that stuff is like, they're trying to launch it as a normal console, which I think doesn't work. What they should be doing is they should be saying, this shit is so insane that you just, we can't explain it. You just have to try it and give it a shot. And right. Like, it should be buy a controller and just immediately give it a shot. Right. They're, instead, it's like, here's a, very, a couple of different colors. Choose the one that's best. For, they're, they're trying to be too 2006 Nintendo. Uh, let's see. The guy who beat you is Cameron Hawkins at the Cinephile Guy. So he's the one who won the tournament overall. Okay. Yeah. All right. That looks like is that it. it. That's we're mostly right on everything. So that's our team name. It's Team Right. Team Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's stick yeah. with that. All right. Tomorrow's host I is going to be me and Greg. Then on Friday it is going to be Greg and Tim. And then I think tomorrow on Gamescast it is me, Fran, Tim, and Greg. So expect me to rant a lot about Borderlands. Cause You're gonna that, be doing talking about Borderlands. That game is a fun bummer. A fun bummer. It's it's a fun game, but it's also a huge bummer in a lot of ways. What's the, give me an example of why it's a bummer? It's really fucking glitchy. When I was like, what, I was just hanging around with friends in the sanctuary ship. Just gravity broke only for me, and I oh, could wow. not get back down. I haven't suffered from a lot of glitches. I I don't. I've got I've got issues with the map. Issues with with mission and waypoint the UI management. Super bad. Issues like, yeah. with the UI, but. Despite all, and, and a little bit of issues with like, it occurred to me while I was playing, I did a tweet about this the other day, it occurred to me that like, I've been playing the same game for 20 years. Yes. Go kill 10 rats and I'll give you a better hat, you know? Which is also but, one but of it, the reasons Borderlands is a but it, but it works, you know? It's, it's, it's the, I'm a, we're, we're rats in a maze, dude. Like, pre- press the button, get a, get a pellet. Yeah. I, I will and, say. And, and, and it, it works. It works at a fundamental level. If I weren't playing that game with friends, I would be significantly more depressed about it. Yeah, but right. like, you are playing with friends. Yeah. I guess. It's so much fun to play with friends. It's fun with yeah. friends. It's but fun with beyond friends. That, it's I like I you know I lo- I know a lot of people. I just want to Greg about this before the show. I know a lot of people have been complaining about the sophomoric humor. Mm-hmm. I y- yes it is, but like I like it. I actually <laughs> like the fact that there's that I it, fucking hate it. There aren't there aren't enough goofy games. Like look, Gears Five, great Control, all these amazing games out there, but they're all very serious games. It's nice to have a bit of goofiness every now and again. I don't hate that it's goofy. I hate that it's bad. Okay, like some of the jokes are just awful. Like, like a lot of. That game has a weird number of sex jokes for 
any video game really. Yeah. But they're all like sex jokes as if they were written by a thirteen year old. But that, but the thing I, is, for I, the, I you have like to. That makes but it for the, for yeah. like a large part of their target audience, that probably is exactly the right kind of humor. That's probably true. Oh no, I, I'm part of that target. I, I found the Rick and Morty shotgun, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done like, with the, just. I'm done with Rick and Morty things in what? general. I just did the Rick and Morty like level where you're you're chasing that. Lady. Good lord, there's a level. Well, I mean, I, no, sorry, ch- ch- like mission. Okay. Side mission. I, that's still more than I thought. It's, but. it's very short, but like it, it got a good hard chuckle out of me. We'll see. Maybe, like. But I love Rick and Morty. I mean, okay, I, 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 I think <laughs> I think it says a lot about just the 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 essential, fun kind of core of the game. That despite all of the issues, and they'll, they'll get patched. They'll, I think a lot of these things can get patched and get fixed. That the core experience of the game is a lot of fun. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Yes. Okay. Borderlands is more Borderlands, which is what I wanted. Right. There are things about it I don't like, but. We'll talk about that later, I think. <coughs> for now, Gary Witta. Yes. For our first time hosting, I think we did great. I think we did, I think we did good. Team Wright. Yeah. He's off to a flying star. Team Wright. So we're going to see you guys for Kind of Funny Games Daily tomorrow. We're going to see you next week for Widow Wednesday, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll be back. Uh, and you'll also, the more Widow Wednesday, tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific. It's my regular, I have a regular streaming night now. You start and end your day with Witta. Start it with, with KFGD. End on my Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7 p.m. tonight. We're going to play some <laughs> new games. We're going to have fun. Uh, twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Hope to see you there. The first official male booby streamer on Twitch. That's right. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I might give it a try. Don't, don't, please, God. <laughs> I feel weird shaking your hand after that, <laughs> but Gary, thank you. <laughs>